The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storylines with Nick Eatman. What is up? It is time for another edition of Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman, your host. We got a special show for you today. We're expecting Deuce Vaughn, rookie running back, to join us here. It's going to be a good one. I mean, we we we've had some great guests so far. We got some. We've got uh, first year guys, sixth year guys. Haven't had uh, a rookie just yet, but we're definitely excited about getting Deuce. One of the most talked about six round picks we've had in a long, long time. All right, like we do every time. We're going to do the storylines. We're also going to answer your questions. Got a lot rolling in the text line, uh, which I'll give you that number here in, in a little bit. Um, we've got we've got great storylines today. I mean, big news happening here. That usually happens on a day off. You get a day off, then next thing you know, a lot of things are, are happening here at practice. So before we even got there, we had uh, news with the kicker. Situation kind of expected. Tristan Viscaino was released, did not have a great practice on Saturday, has not been practicing well. Uh, Brandon Aubrey is going to get the majority of the, the kicks, and so that's something that we will see uh, moving forward. That's what Mike McCarthy talked about today. Really excited about giving him some opportunities to get majority of the reps. Right now he's the only kicker, so he's going to get all of the reps. Um, and as practice went on today, he did not have the best practice. Missed a few uh, in the in the uh, special teams period there. Uh, like I've said a thousand times, not the easiest place to kick, but there's no excuses. Make the kicks. So Brandon Aubrey's getting the opportunity right now. I don't know if he, he had his best day. I uh, hope not because he, he missed a, a few kicks. But as McCarthy says, they're always open for business when it comes to getting a veteran. Right now, they don't need to go get a veteran kicker. They want to just see what they've got right here. There's no need. There's no games. Same with running back. You know, Zeke's name keep, keeps getting mentioned. Other backup running backs. There's no need right now. You just let the young guys get the reps. Let's see what happens. That's the way it is with kicker. Right now, Brandon Aubrey is the kicker. He'll probably get all of the snaps, I would imagine, going into uh, Saturday's preseason game against Jacksonville. Okay, a couple of guys did come back to practice today. Uh, first time we've really got to see Luke Schoonmaker, the rookie tight end from Michigan, working his way into practice. He's been out with, with the foot injury. Plantar fasciitis is exactly what it is. And, and from what I understand, that's one of the most painful injuries. It's just really hard to, to get over it uh, because you're trying to get your conditioning to stay back and get, be ready, but at the same time you need to be off your feet. So that's one of the challenges here. He's working back into practice. They're taking him off the NFI list, non-football injury is the list for, for players that had a, a pre-existing injury coming in uh, to their time with the Cowboys. Another guy that, that worked back in to practice today, and we saw him in team drills, was Dorrance Armstrong, pass rusher. Um, had a uh, hamstring setback, kept him out for a little bit, working himself back into practice. Uh, that's good. Just another another pass rusher for this team, opposite Mike, opposite Tank. Um, obviously, Sam Williams is, is, is in there uh, as well. Dante Fowler has looked pretty good here at training camp. And and is he the fifth guy, fourth guy? I mean, I don't know what the order of the pass rushers is, but, you know, Dante Fowler, number three overall pick several years ago, and, and, and that just shows the talent that they have. But it was good to see Dorrance Armstrong back in there as well. And kind of an update, so to speak, 
for Jordan Lewis. I mean, Jordan um, still on uh, pup right now, uh, um, active pup. He's counting as as, the, as one of the 90 dealing with a foot injury. See him jogging a little bit though. Uh, Mike McCarthy said they're still going to monitor him. Doesn't look like he will be back anytime soon. But but it, it it is encouraging to see the stuff we're seeing on the field for him. When they get to the end of the preseason, they're going to have to make a decision: Do we keep him on pup? and miss four games, or is he going to be ready? So it's going to come down to the wire on that one. It also will, will kind of be interesting to see what these other corners are doing. Does someone step up as the fourth corner? Nashawn Wright's getting a lot of reps. Kelvin Joseph gets some reps. Eric Scott, the rookie, Southern Miss, sixth-round pick. He is doing some some nice things out here too. So um, be good to have Jordan Lewis back in, in the mix, but they're not rushing it there. Running back, Ronald Jones, um, left practice the other day. Come to find out he's got a groin injury. He will be out for a little while is what is what was said today by McCarthy. What is a little while? Depends on, you know, your perspective, I guess. You know, if you're out in the, in the sun for, you know, a little while, that could be 10 minutes. But I think he's going to be out more than, more than a week or so. Um, and that's not a bad thing for the other guys. It's not great for Ronald Jones because he's going to miss two games anyways uh, for suspension. So you kind of wanted him to get some reps, do some things. That's not going to happen right now. Um, Malik Davis got most of the, of the snaps today. So good, good to see him. As the, as the Actually, he was the only running back because we had uh, Tony Pollard had a personal day, as did C.D. Lamb. So... That's kind of. I think we can we can talk to some other guys on the running back situation, like a Deuce Vaughn, uh, who's going to be joining us here in just a moment. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get Deuce Vaughn up here, and we're going to he's going to answer your questions. Coming right up on Cowboys Storyline. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. 
burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back, back, back to Cowboys Storylines. All right, welcome back to Cowboys Storyline. I've got Deuce Vaughn here, six-round pick, running back. Uh, you've been a big storyline so far here at training camp, and we're kind of we're kind of uh, mesmerized a little bit, both of us here, because we've got I think we got Tom Cruise here from from Maverick. That's what it definitely yeah. looks like. If it's not, it's, it's Ooh, definitely he, he definitely he could us. be. Yeah. Can he come up here? Can he? Can we see? Okay. All right. Once you come up here. We're joined, joined by Maverick here. Maverick, what is up? That's unbelievable. They told me buzz the tower at the training camp, and I said absolutely. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Buzz the tower. If y'all don't know, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge my Top Gun fan. My mom Maverick. absolutely loves Top Gun. Yeah. Loves you must have that loving feeling. Oh, my God, the yeah. voice. There it is, yeah. There's a voice. And the Can thing, you? Coming here, you know, I appreciate and uh, honor people that do their own stunts. So, you know, I, I, I study you guys. Yeah. All about running, man. Right. 100%. Well, I've been waiting so long to get Deuce up here, but yeah, and I feel bad because yeah, it's yeah, like it's taking over. But I'm not going to take your moment. Thank no, you so I, much. It's a pleasure, honestly. Pleasure. All right. No he's, doubt, got, he's got some jets he's to fly. He's got some jets to fly. 100%. All right. That's pretty cool. Okay. Where were we, where were we talking here? Deuce, tell us a little bit, though, about, about practice here and how things have been. You've been talked about a whole lot. Everyone wants to, to ask the same questions. How's he going to adjust to the NFL? So far, how has it going for you? It's going well. Uh, the biggest thing for myself is uh, kind of coming in and just wanting to get the, the mental and the physical side down of, of just be- becoming a pro, you yep. know, and uh, coming in and, and asking questions and being a sponge to the veterans, being a sponge to the coaches and everybody in here to, so I can come out here and, and, and put my best foot forward as we go through camp and as we get into these preseason games. And uh, for myself, just trying to take it day by day, play by play, because uh, that's exactly how you, how you keep uh, succeeding and keep, uh, I guess, evolving as a player uh, early on. Well, other than Stephen Jones and maybe Jerry Jones Jr., most people's dad aren't here at camp now. I guess Chris Vaughn is he is he left camp? Is, is he, he still okay? He so. uh, he left that first weekend. First so he weekend. was here for the first week. It's crazy. That's the first time he seen me practice ever. Like which ever, is ever. Because uh, he was a coach before he got into yeah. uh, the profession. So he was always coaching his his own players wow. whenever I was playing. So how, how how was that? How was it like to have him here and? You know, you said you were like a sponge. I mean, did yeah. you talk to him every day? Did he call you? I mean, uh, I mean, our relationship is so personal. It's not football. That I mean, even if he, if he, even if he wasn't here, I would have talked to him every single day. You sure. know what I mean? And sure. uh, to have him on the sideline while I'm doing the thing that I love, and he's out here and he's able to watch. I mean, it's a blessing. It's it's unreal, and it was really really cool for for myself and him. And then, uh, yeah, man. I mean, just it, it's hard to put into words. Well, today. Uh, Tony Pollard not practicing today. Just I guess a, a, a veteran day. Ronald Jones has been out now with a with a, a groin injury. So you got a lot of reps today, and and, and it wasn't. You know, there's been, been a lot of people say, well, he'll probably have a have a role for him. 
You were the running back. You were running right through the through the the tackles today. What what was that like getting a lot of reps? Oh, it was nice. Just a, another opportunity. Uh, that was the biggest thing. Whenever uh, you have two guys that aren't practicing today, uh, you, the rest of the room has to step up. And that's one of the things that uh, Coach Blasco told us. He was like, these are more opportunities for y'all to come out here and, and show us what y'all can do. And uh, it, it's really, really cool that not only with, with those two guys being out, just how much they have influenced us uh, yeah. because of that, having these reps and just understand what would a, what would a Tony Pollard do. Uh, uh, the, he's the number one back. He, he's the guy that uh, was really explosive last year and being able to talk to him these past two weeks and now getting more opportunities. Kind of being able to, to take what he's taught us and, and, right. and, and kind of use that on the football field was really, really good today. What's the one thing you feel like you've got to prove to any kind of critics or doubt or whatever? Because obviously you, you were a very, very productive college player, All-American, and went to the sixth round. So there was teams that had their questions. What do you think is the biggest thing you have to show them? Uh, man. Or do you care? Do you even care what they have to say? There, it's it's never about proving doubters wrong. It's always about proving the people that uh, believe in me right. Okay. Uh, it's been like that my entire career. I've had my support system. I've had the people that have been in my corner ever since I was a freshman in high school uh, that have said, man, we believe in you. And we believe that uh, you're going to come out here and you're going to do what you've done uh, this entire time. Coaching staff, players on this team that have talked to me, uh, though, them as well. So any outside outside noise, outside critics, uh, we're not worried about that. We're about playing yeah. football and improving the people that, that do believe me right. Dude, I, I respect the heck out of that mentality. There's that that really is. A, it's a it's a of course it's a glass half full mentality. But don't worry about the negative part. Worry about the people that are positive. That that's really really refreshing. Everybody's pulling for you now. This show, um, we didn't expect to get you know interrupted a little bit by Maverick, but that's okay, I guess. Um, we have a lot of questions that came in. I'm gonna try to fire through yeah, a little bit. Fans, go. this is this is what this show is. The fans get to, to feel like they get to talk to you a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go through them quickly here. Brandon Laurie says, before heading to training camp, did you get any advice from Darren Sproles about overcoming size and being a dominant NFL running back? Absolutely. Uh, I got to meet Darren Sproles my sophomore year at K-State and got his number and been in contact with him ever since then. And uh, the biggest thing I asked for him was, what was your mentality like going in? And like you said, proving the doubters wrong early, that was his mentality, was proving those doubters wrong, proving people that didn't believe in him uh, to go out here. And, of course, I took a little bit of a different approach, but I took his words and I was able to, to use that through OTAs. And he said, uh, like I said earlier, be a sponge, uh, catch punts, do everything that you can to, to be as versatile as possible in the football field. Well, this might be the same thing. Dave from South Texas, who, who was your favorite running back growing up? What parts do you take from him? Yeah, uh, my favorite running back growing up was Barry Sanders. Uh, I watched Barry Sanders from whenever I started playing football as a as a flag football player all the way up until now. Uh, he's always been a guy that I emulated. I mean, just the way that I mean, it was it was beautiful the way he played football. That's probably the only word I can use uh, to describe Barry Sanders. I mean, uh, making guys miss, uh, able to stay up on, on contact, and able to to turn uh, negative plays into touchdowns and explosive plays. I mean, just love the way that he played football. And of course, when I grew up, Darren Sproles, the Denny Woodheads, uh, the Wes Walkers, and all those people. I mean, I love watching those guys too. I guarantee defensive players did not think Barry Sanders was beautiful to watch as they were <laughs> getting their ankles broken, all that. All right, William Arthur, Deuce, are we sticking with 42 this season? It's starting to grow on me. At first, I would have said no, uh, but it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Of course, we'll see uh, yeah. once uh, numbers starts to open up and stuff like sure. that, and uh, if that happens. But I mean, I would not be mad at 42 at all. All right, cool. Um, Dustin Low Miller, he said, "Ask Deuce Vaughn if he takes, if he takes less of a beating because of a, the smaller size, or is it is it kind of does it make it worse? I mean, because it feels like they gotta find you first, yeah. you know. Is it? Have you known over the years that it's it, you've kind of been a tough target for, yeah. for people? This is a great question. Uh, over the past two years at Kansas State, I mean, I touched the ball over 300 times both seasons, and 
it's one of those things where you, as, having a smaller body does help. Uh, being able to take on half a man, be able to shield off on some of the, the hits uh, that you, you, you kind of take. If you were a bigger guy, would be a uh, direct shot. Uh, and over the time, I've been able to take care of my body really well. On the ball field, why that just be kind of move contorting and things like that to be able to fall and uh, be hitting places that don't really hurt. All right, last one, yep. last one for Deuce. Brett Bender, his question is, how, uh, how much experience do you have as a return man as being an emergency returner role you would want with the Cowboys? Absolutely. Uh, learning behind Terp right now has been, probably been the coolest thing just because of him being a pro bowler and uh, the way that he attacks uh, the field whenever it comes to uh, being a punt returner, kick returner is, I mean, unbelievable. So being able to learn behind him is huge. And I got to do it my freshman year at Kansas State and uh, throughout high school as well. Uh, but it's been two years just because of my load on offense. So I'm getting back into it. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, you joining us so much. It's, it's been it's fun to watch you play and, and watch your, your journey here. So we're definitely excited about it. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right. That's Cowboys rookie running back Deuce Vaughn. We'll be right back for the last segment here. We're going to answer more of your questions on Cowboys Storyline. Be right back. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. The Cowboys Storylines. Welcome back, Cowboys Storylines. I'm Nick Eatman and awesome producer Chris Beam hooked us up with some shade. He's always got some shade, literally, sometimes figuratively. Uh, we really want to thank Deuce Vaughn for coming by and Tom Cruise's look-alike. I don't know his name, honestly. This is the second time he, uh, that I've seen him out here. And any other person that was just walking around, I probably wouldn't say, yeah, okay, come on in to the Deuce Vaughn interview. Been trying to get him for a couple weeks now, and then all of a sudden, 
Maverick comes in, but if you know anything about me in movies, I've seen that movie, Top Gun Maverick, probably like 30 times, and it just came out last year. I saw it in the theaters here in, in Oxnard for the fifth time. That's where my money went, probably going to the theater five times, but love the movie. It's one of my favorites of all time already. I love Top Gun, grew up on it. This movie, I, th- I think, is phenomenal. And this guy, I mean, he, he, does, he can make some money if he doesn't already with that, with that setup. I mean, he sounds like him, looks like him. I bet he's got people looking at him like, wow. Of course, the sunglasses work, obviously. You can't just walk around with sunglasses all the time, I guess. But anyways, that was awesome. And then just talking to Deuce about actual football, you know, that was cool. I, I really... I really like what I'm seeing out of him. I, I do. I think I think he's got something something to it. I mean, because he was a really, really, really great football player in college, and it's the. I'm sorry, the game is pretty much the same. You know, you'll have these purists that say it's a completely different game. That's why I always hate it when the guy that wins the Heisman like gets drafted in the fifth round or something like that. That's like you're not the best player in college football if you don't translate to that. My point is I think his game will translate. I'm not sure what 32 teams, I'll say 32 teams, what they didn't see in the first five rounds, but Cowboys took him, and, and, you know, I I think he's going to be a difference maker. Today at practice, he really did a nice job of running in between the tackles. That was impressive there. So one of the questions we didn't get to, Shannon Washington says, this is for Deuce, and sorry, I couldn't ask Deuce himself, but I know you're a rookie. You might feel awkward in your meetings, but are you telling the coaches what plays and formations work for you and your skill set? I doubt he's doing that. I doubt he's saying this is what works for me, unless they ask. Um, but as we've seen today, he's gonna. I think he's going to play running back. I don't think there's going to be all these gadget special plays. He's going to play running back. They're going to try to get him in space. He's not going to make a living in between the tackles, but I think he can do it every every now and then. And, then. and I, I think there's there's a role. There's there's a role for him for sure. There's not many six round picks that you're like, all right, what number are you going to wear when you make the team? And but that's kind of where we are with him. So impressive. All right, let's go to some other questions here. William Houchins from West Virginia. He says, is Jalen Brooks' biggest contribution going coming as a special teams player or as a receiver? It's a great question. I say this all the time. Receivers get to this spot because they catch the ball, they run routes, they have great speed and all that. That's how they get on the roster. How do they make the team? It's how they tackle, how they hit, how they run down on cover punts. That's what's going to separate them. Great question from somebody that knows the game, knows, been around, seen this before. But he, now, what he's doing right now is he's making catches as a receiver, to the point where he he's he's probably jumped Jalen Tolbert. I would imagine he he def, definitely does in, in the in the reps as far as working with first team and all that. He's just a bigger receiver. He's catching everything. Um, if he makes, but think about it. You, you you take him to say he makes the team. You take him to the game. He's got to be your best guy on special teams. He's got to be a guy, a gunner. You can go down there and and and, and make a contribution that way. Um, but you know he's making a case for fourth receiver. Turpin's gonna be interesting on how that that falls in into play as well. All right, Brett Bender 
He says, Nick, how confident are you with the abilities of this young running back room if we roll into week one with Pollard, Malik, or Rico, and Deuce? Confident? Uh, don't love it. I think there needs to be a little bit more beef at the running back position, um, especially with Deuce in there as well. I know what I just said, but I'm just saying I, I still think you need a change of pace guy. Malik can kind of do that. Malik looks really big when you put him next to Pollard and, and Deuce. Uh, he's still, but I think they can get it done. I, I'd like a little bit more power there. Um, but, you know, the Giants got a strong front up there, so that, that's going to be interesting to see what, what, what happens there. Um, maybe this question comes from someone at the Giants. Daniel Jones. Daniel T. Jones. Probably not the quarterback, but his question is, would you play Micah in the preseason? I would bet Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback, would say, yes, play him. Wear him down, but no. Um, would you play Micah in the preseason? I would not. Not worth it. Guy just said out here, he said it yesterday, or uh, Saturday. He said, I'm, I'm NFL ready right now. I'm ready to play right now. So... If he's ready to play right now, he doesn't need to play three games. You don't need all that. You don't need some left tackle trying to make the team to be a hero and try to block him late after the whistle and then rolled up on. No, no. I don't need him to play in the preseason. I need him to play against the real Daniel Jones week one against the Giants. All right. The text line had a question here from the 540. That was the area code. This is The question was about he's seen some unofficial depth charts about backup center, some say Farniok, some say Hoffman. Keyword, unofficial. This week is interesting because there's a game coming up, and typically it could be tomorrow when the release comes out from the public relations department. This is always something to watch. When they come out with their release for the game, they will put a depth chart out there, and there is not a depth chart from the Cowboys right now. They will put one out, and it'll probably say unofficial, but... That's where you can find out a lot of things. It's good to just see where they put certain players and uh, backup centers. One, I, I think Farniak is the backup center. I think he will probably start the game um, this Saturday at center. Hoffman is interesting. He got some right guard reps today. He split some with Josh Ball. Josh Ball's been getting a lot of them with Zach Martin out. He got some today at right guard. Uh, Hoffman Hoffman's the guy to watch here because he's he's a player that's. Got value. You got to have value, and, and Farniak does too. But you got to have some some value, and I think it'll come down to who is the best at one of these positions that they had to start. And so, position flex is nice, but sometimes you need a little bit more than that. So just check out for that unofficial depth chart when the Cowboys actually put one out. I'm guessing tomorrow, maybe. So that'll be that'll be fun to see, as always. All right, Philip Hartzell. It's a short question. He says. How does Dak look? Does he appear more clued in and focused? Mobility, question mark. Clued in? Not going with you on there. He's always been there. He's always been focused. He's always had mobility. I mean, um, I think he looks good and in, 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 in throwing the ball and, and the receiver's catching it. That's what it comes down to. Yes, he's doing all these things, moving around the pocket. I think he moves well. I think he's throwing well on the run. Um, as I always said about Dak, if Dak just plays football, as, as weird as that sound or cliche, just be a football player that lines up at quarterback. 
if you if you are that guy, then then I think he will be he will be great, and that's that's what he was at Mississippi State. It's what he was his his rookie year. That's what he's been, and then he kind of got the, you know stay in the pocket, ex- extend your career, all these things which aren't wrong. But when you are just playing football. And running for your life and diving and flipping over people like he did in Arizona a few years ago. Just trying to get first downs and touchdowns and win the game and do all those things. I think that's when he's at his best. Not worrying about anything else. It's hard to see that out here. you got to be a gamer. I think he's the ultimate gamer. He was not doing well his rookie year, if you remember. And he goes to L.A. against the Rams. And, you know, that's the first time we saw him. Oh, okay, this guy's got something. And he kept continued it from there. So... Um, I think he looks great. Hey, he looks great. He's doing. He's doing. He's doing well. Offense looks really good. You see him down in the red zone. Two point conversions. They they they're doing well. And I've said this before. I love the offense. How wide everything is. Everything using the whole field. Uh, that's getting guys out in space. That's you know. And that's what you want to do when you got little guys. I mean, Cooks isn't big. CD is thin. I mean, he's not. He's not short, but. You know, and then you know, obviously you got Turpin, and you'll have Deuce, and you want get them all out there in space. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why they're doing this. All right, Mike D. His question is: With Ware going into the Hall of Fame, what are your thoughts on his career, and who is next for the Cowboys? Maybe going to Canton. My thoughts on Demarcus Ware was he was an absolute freak. He was just a freak on the field. He did things. His, his, I remember being out here in 2005 where he was running around this big hula hoop and he was barely off the ground, but he was moving at, at full speed. He was so, so good, so dynamic. Um, and he was, he was a, a great pass rusher. Um, you know, it's unfortunate kind of how things ended. I think there's some people here that thought his best days were behind him, and maybe so. Um, but he went to Denver and kind of. I don't know if resurrected his career, but he certainly had some good years in the Pro Bowl. And and Von Miller will tell you that he was a big, big reason for helping him kind of get over the over the hump there and and becoming. And they were Super Bowl champions. I mean, that defense won the Super Bowl. It wasn't Peyton Manning that year? Um, I think think Demarcus Ware is certainly a Hall of Famer. He was, should have been a first ballot. He got caught up in politics last year with the way that they were trying to you know distinguished first ballot guys and all that so i mean he was without a doubt should have gone in last year but i'm happy for him and um been doing some work on that we have a documentary coming out here in the next couple of weeks our our deep blue documentaries will be uh, coming out this week we got four of them this year um the one on chuck Halley will be coming out this week but we also have one on the 2005 draft draft class obviously the headlined by demarcus ware and just that that entire class uh so we have stories on them so that that should be a lot of fun real quick who is next for the hall of fame well first of all next for demarcus ware i mean can we we get in the ring of honor please i mean that's usually first and then hall of fame i think he's i think he'll go in the ring of honor here and maybe even this year i don't know Jerry did mention that. It was asked about Jimmy Johnson. He's changed the question about Jim about Demarcus Ware. So hopefully, you know, usually when they maybe when he gets his ring, he gets a Hall of Fame ring. Maybe that's a good time to do it. Um, but as we've seen, they don't always do it on that day. Who is next for the Cowboys? Witten. I mean, Jason Witten had that year with the Raiders, so that that slowed him down a little bit. I think he's been out of the league now. This is maybe third year out of the league. That sounds about right. I would think that's probably next as far as you know, guys that we remember in the last few years. I mean, 
Everson Walls is still kind of there. You know, he's he's been close as a senior guy. Um, I, I think he deserves it. I think Everson Walls was was phenomenal. I hope I hope he gets it. Um, again, Ring of Honor would be good for him too. But um, that's a different committee and a different um, different thing all altogether. Uh, you like that interception I just had there on my, there uh, as I'm talking about Everson Walls, who did it as well as anybody. Uh, came into the league getting picks, so that, that's why I think uh, I think Witten and and Walls. Um, I don't know if they're going to go anybody past that. I, I don't think those. I can't see anybody from the um, Harvey Martins and Cornell Greens and all that. Uh, I'd like to see Nate Newton, but well, hold on. My bad. Hold timeout. This is such a given that sometimes you forget the best ones. My bad. Darren Woodson. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't forget you. Okay. I just, I'm out here. I'm not in my office where he has a big picture of Darren Woodson behind me. I'm sorry. I apologize. That was such a no brainer. Sometimes you forget those. Um, I think Witten probably, Witten and, and Woodson will be close. What, just get the W's in there. Okay. Just Witten, Walls, Woodson. Seriously. Woody Dantzler. I mean, if you want, I mean, that's not really a W, but. Uh, couldn't think of anybody else. Um, all right, that's it for today's show. We had uh, Deuce Vaughn. We had some guy that looked exactly like Tom Cruise. And uh, we had a great qu- uh, questions for you uh, from the fans. So n- tomorrow, maybe coming back tomorrow, we're going to have a different schedule. We're going to try to go three shows this week. Might just be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing. Still looking for that quarterback. Been told that there's a good chance for that as well. All right. For Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you next time on Cowboy Storyline. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?